Hello and welcome to Twice Exceptional, teens exploring and living with neurodiversity. I am your host, Kate. I am 16 years old, the middle child of three, and I am left-handed, the only left-handed one in my immediate family. I have ADHD and I'm gifted, making me twice exceptional. I started this podcast because living with ADHD can be difficult. And I wanted to find a way to reach people and share some information from the perspective of a neurodivergent teenager with a neurodiverse sibling. In this podcast, I'm going to discuss my experiences living with ADHD, interview guests, and research different aspects of neurodiversity. Today, though, specifically, I'm going to be interviewing my parents, Drs. Matt and Courtney Dunn, on their experience raising not just one, but two children with ADHD. So thank you for joining me here today. So I'm going to be asking a few guiding questions, but basically we're just talking about raising ADHD children. So Sounds good. First question, uh, what differences were there between me, my older sister Grace, and my younger brother Patrick in our early childhood? I mean, I think as parents, every single child is different. And so, you know, you have your first child and you think that when you have your second one that everything's going to be exactly the same and it never is. It doesn't really have to do with the ADHD as much as just different personalities. So Grace was very clingy to us and you never wanted to be held. You were super wiggly, always very active, um, even from when you were a tiny baby. And then Patrick, when he was born, I think he was just wild from day one. (laughs) And what did you notice that made you consider getting me tested for giftedness, which happened in, I think, kindergarten, right? Yeah, well, I mean, from the very beginning, we noticed that we thought you were smart. But of course, every parent thinks that their child is smart. But when you started solving puzzles that your older sister couldn't solve... And correcting her math when you hadn't been introduced to those topics, it really made us think that maybe there was something more there. Uh, You were reading very young and at a very high level. Um, You know, you were reading novels in kindergarten. And so it definitely made us suspect that it was more than just, oh, she's a bright child. I remember when you... You were in kindergarten and some kid came up to you. We were waiting for the door to open for you guys to enter class. And this kid came up to you and was just like, I've already read three chapter books. How much have you read? And you just looked at her and go, I don't know, more than that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And then what was it like raising a gifted child? Well, it comes with its own set of challenges. It's not just this wonderful thing that you're given as having a gifted child. I mean, giftedness is is special needs. It's just a different type of special needs. Um, and it also comes with a variety of problems associated with it, too, because many gifted kids also have other problems um, associated with that when it comes to anxiety or social issues and things like that so it it's a difficult thing to raise a gifted child and 
you want to keep them stimulated, but at the same time you want to keep them with their peers. And that can also be very difficult. Um, it's difficult to find reading that's appropriate for kids who are gifted and which they want to just keep pushing the reading level, but then it starts to incorporate topics that are inappropriate for their chronological age, even if, mm -hmm. you know, they're a little bit more gifted. And so that can also be a problem. So it, it was trying to sort of balance letting you be a kid, but also trying to be able to keep you stimulated academically. So. Okay. And then when did you guys first hear about ADHD in general? Not just like with Patrick and me. I mean, I probably always, I mean, back in the day when we were younger, it was ADD. And mm -hmm. so you'd hear about kids that had ADD. Now the stereotype would be of, kind of a hyperactive boy that was getting in trouble would be like if someone told me someone had ADD that's what I would think of and really that's through early adulthood that's how I thought of it whether it was AD, ADD or ADHD it was just a hyperactive boy basically yeah yeah that's exactly what you know I kind of thought of it too like it's just some crazy boy basically and yeah I mean it was around when we were younger and people were getting diagnosed when they were younger, but I mean, it was just in the periphery of my world, really. And then skipping forward, when did you realize Patrick might have ADHD? Um, Patrick was always a challenge and that he was always kind of wild and, and kind of hyper. Um, it's when he started getting in trouble more. Um, we were having more trouble at school um, we went on a, I mean, the breaking point was when we went on a Disney cruise and he was driving all of us crazy because we're all in closed quarters, cruise ships, the, the rooms are small, all five of us are in there together and he was driving us all crazy over that time. Um, yeah, I, that was, that was like, yeah, the breaking point of just, oh, he's just a really energetic and active boy to, you know, we need to address this problem here and then when we started to learn about more about ADHD you know we started to learn that a lot of the problems that he had was really impulsivity control um and that that's part of ADHD which we really had absolutely no idea you know he just would snap to react to everything rather than just you know taking a pause to react um he had a really hard time just keeping his hands to himself like and he had a really hard time reading social cues. And, like, we didn't realize that all of that was ADHD until much later. Mm -hmm. did, for him, was it, like, did a teacher tell you about ADHD? Or did you guys, like, look it up and figure it out before you took him in? Or Well, we had taken him into a child psychologist because he was having so many problems. Um... And as I was re researching child psychologists, I was starting to look into like what could potentially be the issue there. And it took a few sessions with her before she would finally just say, yes, he had ADHD. Mm -hmm. um, she didn't really lead us towards probably the correct answers and therapies for him. So we did end up switching providers, but at least it started to open the door for us to realize that you know, this is sort of, it doesn't excuse his behavior, but this is the source of the problem. And this is, this is what we need to address to help the behavior become better. Mm -hmm. 
And then, so, you were the one at his diagnosis, right? Or I, dad? Well, both of us were there for the first child psychologist. And then when we switched providers, I think it was I you. Took, yeah. I took him to his initial appointment with, for that. Uh-huh. For the second for provider. For the second one. Okay. And then what was that like from your perspective? Like, figuring out that he had it? Uh, they give you this huge form to fill out that asks tons of questions because they're serving not just for ADHD, but a lot of different disorders and things. But as you start filling it out, I mean, you, it, it becomes clear what things they're looking for. And so as I'm filling this out, I'm going, yes, he has this. Yes, he has this. Yes, he has this. And it was just confirming to me that what we were thinking is probably correct. Uh-huh. And then what made you realize that I might have ADHD as well? So when I was filling out the survey for Patrick, there were some questions that I that I was like, well, Patrick doesn't do this, but Kate does this. Both of them do this. Patrick doesn't have this, but Kate does this. And it just happened again and again where there were ones that like, Kate does this, Kate does this, Kate does this. And it just made me go... Kate might have ADHD too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Which was different for you because while you were kind of wiggly in school, you didn't cause problems. Like teachers didn't complain about you. You weren't getting in trouble. And so we, it just didn't occur to us. Yeah. But he texted me immediately after filling out the forms and it's just like, I think we need to get Kate screened. Mm-hmm. And then, what are some major changes that follow both of our diagnoses? Well, I mean, it was sort of a relief to figure out what was going on. I mean, that's that was just a huge change because you just start to parent a little differently at that point where you realize that, okay, these kids are wired differently. You need to approach these things differently. And, I mean, you were both put on medication, mm-hmm. which was basically life-changing mm-hmm. for both of you, really. Um, and I think it really helped Patrick socially, and it helped him in school when it came to the way that teachers perceived him, because he was no longer, you know, considered a troublemaker or whatever. Like, it just that part became life-changing. But, I mean, it wasn't, like, immediate by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. And then, uh, this is more for Dad, but what was, like, the process for getting medications for us? Because I know that it's been difficult. Yeah, it's been a challenge, and it's changed over time. Um, The first uh, place we went, uh, you know, we'd go in for the appointments, they'd... Um, it, it's going to basically talk to you guys. Um, they take your weight, see where you're at. They usually prescribe a three-month supply. It, the biggest issues were with, we're at the pharmacies and dealing with medical insurance um, and some of the generic substitutions that they had for the medications you were on where the, the brand name one worked really well um, and then some of the generics were were made differently we found and they didn't work as well and so that was a struggle um and cost other, is a struggle cost was a struggle it was it used to be super expensive the cost has come down a lot but 
it's come at the expense of some of the generics just aren't as good. And then, do you have any specific stories that show what it was like to raise ADHD children from, like, any point in our childhood? Well, um, one of the stories about you, which I kind of reflect back, was you never, I mean, you were always, everybody would always talk about how great you were and how wonderful you were and, like, you were always the super bright kid or whatever, but the only teacher that ever complained about you was the third grade teacher and she just couldn't handle the fact that you couldn't stop moving and fidgeting and like playing with your skirt and just she just you were so out of the box for her and it was just so hard for me as a parent to have her complain because you were you're not a problem and like you weren't really causing problems it's just you needed to get up and so like your math teacher would I would say something to your math teacher and she would be like, whatever, she needs to get up, but she's always focusing on the board. Whether that means she has to get up and walk around her desk or go sharpen her pencil, she's still listening, so it's no big deal. But that teacher was used to working with gifted kids, so she didn't really have an issue with the fact that you were so wiggly. And yet this third grade teacher just could not deal with it. And it was so hard for me because I was like the room parent. And I was just like, how could you not like my perfect child who never causes problems just because she's like wiggly? And so, uh, yeah, I mean, that was, that was different for me. And so reflecting back, it was just like, you know, you really weren't a problem. It was just, she just was so rigid and everything that she just couldn't appreciate the fact that you needed to move around a little bit and you were never like disturbing anybody else. It was just, she just couldn't handle it at all. So I was really glad Patrick never had her because it would have been a big problem. That yeah, that would, have been, that, would have, that would have been a big conflict between the two of them. Yeah. Any stories about Patrick then? I mean, Patrick is just, he's really a sweet kid and he's a good kid. It's just his impulse control was a big problem for a while. Um, but he's, he's worked on that um, a tremendous amount. But mm. yeah, I mean, there was a point when he pushed a boy in the pool with all of his clothes on. I just want me. And now he's friends with that kid, so it's good. Yeah. But, you know, that I'm just really glad we were friends with the parents because that was, like, so embarrassing. It's like, oh, my gosh. And that kind of leads into the next question. Has there been any significant struggles that came with our ADHD for you guys as, like, parents in, like, school or in anything else? Yeah, I mean, probably more so with Patrick in that at school, they're very rigid and kind of within the box and it doesn't cater well to kids that aren't kind of the traditional student so for Grace it was perfectly fine um, but for Patrick they they struggle and they're not very understanding of ADHD and some of the issues that go along with it and yeah, it's almost like they don't even acknowledge that it's a real thing. Like, I, I'm just like, this is yeah. this is his ADHD, and like, yes, he should have consequences, but you also need to understand that some of this has to do with his ADHD, and they just kind of, like, push it aside. Even the school counselors, who in theory should be more educated, don't, don't appear to really care or understand. No. No, and I mean, you know, there's, like, executive functioning issues, and so for school, like... You almost, 
you tend to try to be really hyper organized because you know that you have um, executing functioning deficits when you have ADHD where Patrick still kind of won't acknowledge that. So sometimes he has missing assignments occasionally, but like the last parent teacher conference that we had, I'm just like, you know, he only had two missing assignments out of the whole quarter. Like for ADHD, like that's actually pretty good. Um, and I don't think that the teacher quite accepted that, but as a parent, it's really hard because we don't have it. Or if we have it, it's very mild to kind of understand sometimes the struggles that you guys will have because we can't relate to it because we don't understand that our brains aren't wired that way. Mm -hmm. Um, so when you're just like, why can't you just do this? Like that's hard because like, I can't relate to why, because I don't think the way that he does. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And then, have you guys faced any stereotypes or heard stereotypes about ADHD since you figured out that we had ADHD? And, like, do you have stronger mindsets on that now that you know about ADHD? I mean, I think some of the stereotypes are probably the same stereotypes we had before we had kids with ADHD. It was was just hyper boys that were causing trouble, and probably the parents should have done a better job of controlling rating them in and disciplining them um because you just don't you don't know and you don't really understand until you start learning more about it yeah a lot of people just think it's poor parenting and lack of discipline not understanding like like patrick was probably the most harshly disciplined child like i mean we never touch him but you know he had like everything taken away like no phones no <laughs> video games no no nothing there was nothing left to take away from him and Yet he still, like, had issues, and so, you know, there's that. And I think that there's a lot of people that think it's just an excuse or something that's made up. Yeah. And I think a lot of people look at medication as a failure. Like, because you're medicated, you didn't, you're not able to control it, you didn't have the right counseling or the right parenting, and if you were able to control it better, you wouldn't need medication. Yeah. Definitely. Or, like, oh, they're just, you know, they just want to take medication to help, like, do better in school or something. Not understanding, like, how hard it is. I know that, at least from my experience, part of that's happened where people, like, think you just take medication during school. Where I take it during the summer as well. And, like, for me, at least, I know it's been a lot of, oh, I didn't think you had it because I, like, get good grades in school and am a girl. So. Yeah. And then, is there any specific parts of ADHD you feel like needs to be addressed more in, like, public knowledge and stuff? Well, I think most people just think about the hyperactivity and they don't think about the impulsivity. I don't think they think about the, you know, executive function deficits. Um, And so they only know one small part of what ADHD is and they don't understand, like, all of the other stuff that is associated with it. So I think in general, like there needs to be better education about what this is as a whole, not just wiggly, hyperactive, crazy kids, like that there are, there are other issues associated with it. And cause those are the issues that I struggle with the most when it comes to the school that Patrick goes to, because they don't seem to understand that there's a lot more to it than just being hyper. Mm-hmm. And I think also that 
there's a spectrum in severity from more mild to more severe, and not everyone has the same symptoms. You and Patrick both have ADHD, but you're very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I've had a lot more of the hypersensitivity type stuff with that, and, like, when I get angry, I feel like I cry a lot more, where Patrick, like, would, like, punch the wall or something, but... Yep. Yep. And then, do you have any advice for other parents that have children with ADHD? I think learning as much as you possibly can about it. Um, reading books, um, even watching YouTube videos. I watched a YouTube video on like a reward system that it was it was a medical professional who was suggesting it, but it worked really well for Patrick for a while. Um, and it also just gives me a reminder to like take a step back when I'm getting frustrated and understanding that they're wired differently and that they may not respond well to the correction that I'm trying to give or, you know, especially like traditional, like sort of harsh disciplinary parenting can be really harmful to the self-esteem of an ADHD child because of the way that they're wired. And so to just kind of approach things differently and I'm far from perfect, um, I screw up, but I think by continually educating myself about it, um, I'm trying harder to be a better parent. Mm-hmm. I think talking to other parents of kids with ADHD, especially those who you like, respect. I mean, I've had, because we're orthodontists and we've talked to a lot of kids and a lot of parents, I've had a lot of parents start talking, like talking about different things and just knowing there's other people out there that are dealing with the same things. They may be earlier in their journey. They might not even have had them diagnosed. But they're, well, you start talking to them, they have all the same symptoms and issues and just letting them know that this is what they probably have and there's things that can help them just brings a lot of relief and can help set them on the path to helping their kid. Well, that's all the questions I have. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. Before I wrap up this episode, I would just like to discuss some of the future projects I've been working on. For episode 11, I'm going to be discussing what it actually means to be twice exceptional. As for the future, I have many projects in store, including a short series on social connections with neurodiversities and the gender bias of neurodiversity. In fact, recently I've been working on a research project where I examined ADHD differences in girls and boys. More information will be available on those in the coming weeks. But if you enjoyed this episode, please consider following the podcast on our TikTok and Instagram at twice underscore exceptional podcast. And if you have any questions, please reach out at twice exceptional podcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you.